Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are so excited to have you today. We're going to just jump right back in. We're jumping back in with Joel Lopez, our wonderful guest. Here we go. You know, how do we, how do we view Jesus? And so I'll ask you this question that kind of spurs on that question. You know, I know my view of how I view Jesus as a 40-year-old with a more intense walk or intention to have a more intense and uh, direct walk with him now than I did when I was a 20 or 30-year-old. You know, how do you view your walk with the Lord daily, and what are some things that you really strive to do that you found? Maybe if you could go back and you go, okay, the 40-year-old Joe or almost 40-year-old Joe gives this 25-year-old Joe a pep talk. What are you going to tell him about your walk with Jesus that you know now that you wish you'd have known then or didn't apply then? Well, it's the it's the the the, ebb, the ebbing and flowing of the walk. Like I've had intense seasons where it's just like you're just like wrapped up in everything is is Jesus. Like mm-hmm. you know, from the time I was like 13, you know, that I can remember like having a you know deep deep love, and then to sometimes it's you know it's you know it might be a little distant, but I think it really is the the Bible, the simplicity of the Bible, you know, you look at like what Jesus talked about. He talked about the kingdom. That was what he talked about. And you, and you talk about like the Holy spirit. That was, that was really one of the things that I'd, I'd missed is, is the Holy spirit. That, that would be, that would be the one thing I, I would, I would talk to 25 year olds, like lean on the Holy spirit. Those, 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 that still small voice. It's like, you know, listen to that because there's been a lot of areas in my life where I heard that little still small voice, but there was something that I wanted and I disregarded it. And it was like, uh, I should have listened. I heard that voice, but I, I overrode it because of, of what I wanted. And that caused heartache or bad decisions. I think those will be the two things. The simplicity of the Bible is the kingdom. Read it from that perspective. That's a great point. And, 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 the, and the whole Bible is true. So from the beginning, like, you know, some people will say, Hey, these, these things don't apply. It's like, no, the, the whole thing is true. And if, if, if you got it wrong, it's, it's your fault. You got it wrong. You, you messed, you messed up somehow because you're looking at it from your perspective as a Westerner in 2021, not from a Hebrew 2000 years ago, which was the audience. Yeah. I, Brandon, that question, when you said, you know, if you go back to your 25 year old self, as you're almost 40, uh, I would hope that my 25-year-old self wouldn't be like, man, get out of my face. You're an old dude. You don't know what I'm going through. <laughs> Probably would, though. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? You have no idea. All right, so, Joel, you talk about, you know, uh, we talk about church and what is church. Um, from your study of, of the Word, what do you feel that church should be? What's your ideal picture of a church? You talked about football field and an actual mm-hmm. building going to. Give me your idea of what you feel an actual church should look like. You, you know, um, I just heard this. I'm, I'm at a new church now, and I've never heard this before. The senior pastor says, I'm not the pastor of the church. The Holy Spirit is the pastor of the church. And mm-hmm. all, in all my years, I've never heard that before. And I was like, yeah, that's it, because he said something to the effect of like, um, now the church is teaching the theology and, and not giving the people the experience of God. And that comes with the Holy spirit. And it's like, yeah, because we've tried to intellectualize everything and reason with everything. And those are all good things. 
don't get me wrong, but people need to have the experience with God, with the Holy Spirit to know, because it's like, it's like, like, how do you know you love your wife? It's like, well, you, you can go run down all the reasons that you love your wife, but you just know it. And that's it. You, you, somebody can't tell you that you, you don't love your wife. It's like, I, I know this deep inside of me. You can't come up with all these reasons. It's like, no, I've had the experience. I know. And that's that. So I don't know what that what that looks like with the church, but that's what it needs. It needs it needs the Holy Spirit. It needs people to have encounters with God. You know, Joel, that you know the Holy Spirit. Like you said, the Bible is one hundred percent true. Always has been. Always will be. A lot of what you just brought up reminds me of the Sadducees and Pharisees. Mm-hmm. That's the piece they were missing. Mm-hmm. Is that deep relationship, you know, through the Holy Spirit now? What you just said about 2,000 years ago is relevant, too. We have all the answers. They didn't. They were trying to figure out what is this new thing, you know, that is is Jesus walking this earth and giving us an opportunity to have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. They were trying to process all that. So a lot of times, I don't know if you're like me, but I read the Bible and I, you know, and I I pray on it and I I try to listen to that still small voice and I tell people all the time, sometimes it ends up being a two by four over my head because I didn't listen uh, each time it whispered to me and guys like, okay, let's try something different here. But the Sadducees and the Pharisees, a lot of times remind me of us Mm -hmm. and, and that breaks my heart and I'm talking to myself, you know, I'm, I'm not, that's not casting judgment. Uh, I've, acted and thought like them because I'm missing that piece of it's a personal relationship through the Holy Spirit. So that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Um, you know, you talk about talking to your 25 year old self and, and, um, you know, and basically saying you would, you would encourage him to recognize the Holy Spirit. And, and I mean, I would have never thought to say that in this moment, but hearing you say that, mm-hmm. it, it makes me think that that's exactly what I would have told myself too. Because, I mean, just being honest, I, up until just a couple years ago, I wouldn't have recognized the Holy Spirit if it did hit me in the head with a two by four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I w- I wouldn't have recognized it, and and I can tell you the moment, you know, when I. St- almost, almost, you know, the day when I begin recognizing the Holy Spirit in my life. And, and then all of a sudden you're recognizing it, you know, all the time. And, and it's such a, it's such a, oh God, such a cool thing, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and thinking about, um, you know, what you're saying, Joel, about, you know, basically your ideal of the church, uh, would be, more Holy Spirit, you know, more, mm-hmm. more, more people recognizing that, uh, more leadership recognizing that. And then, and then, um, you know, really discussing that and, and open, opening the rest of the church's eyes to the Holy Spirit. Um, wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's church. Yeah, that's- <laughs> that that's church. Uh, I mean, what a great, what a great definition of what church should look like. And, again, the me three years ago would have not even under really understood what that meant. Um, so it's, it's really neat to think about how cool our church could be 
if the Holy Spirit was just filling everyone, you know, (laughs) I mean, if if everybody was walking around with the spirit and acting in the spirit and, and, oh man, how cool would that be? Be Uh, different. It would be different. It sure would. Yeah. Yeah, One of the, cause one of the experiences that I had, um, I had gone to a conference and somebody had prophesied over me and I had never experienced that before. And I was like, Whoa, what is, what is this part of the walk that I've never experienced? I mean, I'm, you know, mid, mid thirties at this time, you know, I've gone to plenty of church services, um, you know, you know, whatever the church had to offer, you know, I, I, I would, I would take it. And I'd, I'd never experienced that before. And that, I think that was one of the eye opening things. It's like, wait a minute, there's things that heaven is trying to tell me and, and God can use other people to, mm-hmm. to tell you these things. And the thing is just that the Holy spirit is it's wild, right? Like you don't know where, which direction it's going to go in. And I think that might scare some pastors off of like i don't know what's going to happen because once the holy spirit takes control now our you know one hour and 30 minute service the order is all messed up now yeah but you know so it's that that control right i guess i guess that goes back to the pharisees and sadducees that they 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 wanted they wanted to be able to control it and you you can't you can't control god like yeah you can't put your you know you can't wrap that up. You got, you know, you let it go and where's it going to go? I don't know, but that's part of the adventure too. And I think that's speaks to the wild at heart and, and the, the masculine. It's like, Hey, the Holy spirit is trying to take me on an adventure and I'm the one holding it back because I think it's, it's, uh, you know, off in space, you know, it's like, well, Holy spirit, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, let's, let's get back to the reason. And let's, let's, let's go back into the, to the text and, and break that down, which is good. You need, you need that base. Cause you, so you, you, you can recognize if, if somebody's trying to take you, you know, someplace that's, that's not the Holy spirit and just use that as an excuse, think, but it's also yeah. not an excuse to not, not, not invite the Holy spirit in. That's, I, I think that that's why we started this podcast. You know, I, I'm, I don't think that we've ever really conceptualized it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no. I, I feel, yeah. but, but at the same time, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt in any of our minds that the Holy spirit is what led us to start this podcast and mm-hmm. um you know so it's it, it's just really cool for me to conceptualize it you know and 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 hearing you um you know talk about the way that that you look at this the way that you feel about it um it, it really helps me uh to 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 see it uh through the lens that that I felt it but I yeah. wasn't able to conceptualize. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Okay. No, that's why that's why this this is so cool, right? Like yeah. like so I like Twitter because it's like, hey, you can kind of like take pieces of people's stuff and like, hey, this guy's got something here, but then you kind of talk about it, right? Like we are we are doing now and we're able to kind of flesh things out with each other and we're kind of learning as we go in. And I'm I'm you know, I'm saying things that I maybe had in my head, but I hadn't you know, put them out there, you know, have to be careful the way I put them out because I'm not, I'm kind of thinking out loud, but you know, that this is, this is the den. That's, that's why this is so much fun. And that's why I was, you know, so, so grateful that you guys, you know, even had me on. So Joel, you talked about being prophesied over. That makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Please don't make me uncomfortable anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I, my wife and I ran into a guy in Lowe's the other day, and he was talking about uh, his his father was really is really sick. This is like two days ago, and um, his wife had a dream or uh, a vision, and then somebody else had a vision about his dad. 
And um, I talked to my wife after, and I said, how do you, how do you feel about that? And we kind of discussed through it. Um, she said, it make you feel uncomfortable? And I said, no, it just, uh, I just don't know about those sort of things. So mm-hmm. can you walk us through that, that prophesying experience? And, and if you don't mind, would you mind sharing, but, like, what he prophesied but, over you and, and how that's worked out or, or how that's looked since then? So the first time I got prophesied, I was super skeptical, very skeptical. It was like we had just met. It was a group of us. This guy came in and he started talking to any of us. And he's like, I have a word from the Lord. And then automatically in my head, I'm like, this dude's trying to. Trying to sell me something. Yeah, he's trying to get something. Where's the offering plate? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, you know, walls up. All right, cool. Thanks, man. See, See you later. Um, and it was like in my head, I'm trying to figure out like, Hey, what did, what did I say that he kind of picked up on that he can kind of use, right? Like, oh, he picked up on some, some, some of my cues that I didn't realize I was giving him cues to be able to, um, to be able to prophesy and be like, oh, he's kind of like, he's, he's in, he's in the ballpark, right? Like, mm-hmm. like he's on the green because like, I, like I a mentalist him, type deal. Right. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, yeah. That's why I like doing that. You got smart. <laughs> well, I don't, don't give us too much credit, <laughs> yeah. man. Easy so there. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but you know, so it, it was, it was very, po- it was positive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, all right, cool. And I was with some, I was with another guy and it's like, you know, I had never experienced it. So I'm just super skeptical. And so in the conference, there was, there was a few hundred of us, I would say. And um, before, like, the conference, we would start off in worship. And um, there was a guy that was next to me. And I had my own impressions of him. He, you know, he looked like a you know, rich guy, but, like, like, almost like he was full of himself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then he was, like, he was telling me, he's, like, hey, um, I just want you to know that the Lord said he's proud of you, that, you know, he loves the way that you worship, that he sees that you're a good father. And like this guy had never, uh, never, never spoken to me. Right. And I was like, oh, this guy, like, I don't know if I carry the debt. Like, like, I think I look young for the most part. You, do, Joel. So, like, you don't look so, like you're 40. So I'll go ahead. So I don't, buddy. so I don't know if people are like, well, like, yeah, of course I'm a father. Like, look, look, look at me. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's not like, you know, even when you're 18 or, or something like that. So I was like, Oh, like th- th- that was, that was kind of cool. And I had been stressing about money. He's like, yeah, don't, you know, it was like, God, you know, God's, God's got you. Don't worry about it. You know, something, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. But the real one was like, we were in this room of, you know, a few hundred people or more. And, and, uh, this little British lady, she was kind of like going, going around and then she was like, where, where is, where's Joel Lopez? <laughs> and I'm like, huh? <laughs> and then, you know, she had, she had said some things, uh, I won't get into them specifically, but she had said some things and it was just like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going through like a season of transition, something like I had it written down, but I just remember the fact that it was like, how did you know that out of all these hundreds of people? Like you, you couldn't have known that thing. Like, like the guy that I had met beforehand and we had a conversation with, 
it's like it's like in my head he, he could have done that mentalist thing like you guys have talked about but this lady i had never interacted with never said hi to no nothing like that and then i was like oh yeah that i've never experienced that before like heaven is trying to tell me things maybe i should you know you, the bible is important too but there's there's you know there's love letters from heaven that that god wants to get to us and he wants to use other people to do that that can c connect me more to like like there's things i i, I want to tell my kids right but i don't even know if that's a good analogy but there's no, you know, you. I, I, I always want to tell my kids these good things and maybe you know i could send a voice message or something to to be able to to, to do that like i feel like there's there's all these things coming from heaven. It's just, it's trying to trying to talk to us because really what it is, right? We want to be on earth as it is in heaven. We want to bring heaven down to earth and, and, you know, people need to hear what God thinks about them. So there's a, a specific, I was trying to think of a specific example when, when the Lord puts something on our heart through the Holy spirit, right? He's speaking to us. And then we, we pray for that and he confirms it in, in our life. What's crazy is it when it's confirmed by somebody else mm -hmm. that has no idea what's going on in their life. I'll give you a specific example. I talked to my wife, this is probably two months ago, about in our business, it, we're probably getting close to the time where we need to hire a secretary. We're trying to plan and budget around that. And so I talked to my wife about it, and she mentioned a name specifically. What about so-and-so? And I said, she would be perfect. Um, we're still, you know, not there in the business yet, but I said, let's, let's pray about it. Or she said, let's pray about it. And so, uh, that Sunday at church, this lady walks up to my wife and says, Hey, I don't know, um, if you guys are hiring or anything and, and I'm, I'm really not looking for a job, but I just feel the Lord leading me to ask you if, about working for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow no there was no yeah. there was no mention of that to anybody except my wife and i yeah wow. and it was like that's it's insane that it just proves the holy spirit's real that he speaks to us and if we're in tune and we're listening there's many times that you know that's i don't listen that's yes. the key for all of us if mm -hmm. we're in tune and we're listening yeah that he'll confirm it he will confirm and sometimes we have to step out in faith but there are those moments where it's so clear, it's so real that you're like, God, I know, I know that you're hearing me. I know that you're listening to me. I know that I'm listening to you because it was literally just confirmed. Right. That's good stuff. So, Joel, I had, I noticed something else that you've got going on and I wanted you to give an opportunity to uh, talk about it because I think it ties into everything we're doing. So, uh, I believe you offer some what the Twitter world would call coaching. And, mm -hmm. and the cool part I noticed about that is you had Proverbs 24, three, and you emphasize these three words, <laughs> knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. And I think it's really cool that all of our conversation has been around being authentic and that if you're offering coaching, uh, and I, I read it and it, it basically kind of gave a, overall overview of what kind of coaching it would be but it sounds like it could be intertwined with just authentic relationships so you want to tell us a little bit about that it sounds like uh you know tell us what led you to that and you know how it's going yeah the um the coaching is is something something new okay um i had 
like I said, I, you know, I, I work at W2 and through the whole pandemic and everything, it's like, wow, you could really like you lose your income like pretty quick. So it's like, I need to, I need to start working on something um, on the outside. But the coaching started because I had gone through some, some courses and I received, I received coaching mm-hmm. and uh, there was a tool that was used that really kind of, kind of like, like you guys had said, like, Hey, you know, you said some things and it solidified things in my mind that I, I had caught kind of already known, but it gave me the, the, the framework for it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it was, it's kind of like, like that, where it's like, I know these things about myself or I have an idea about these things about myself, but now I can kind of see them on paper and explain to me, this is, this is why I have this desire to, when I meet somebody, I'm trying to figure out what their motive is. That that's, that's a, there's a part of me that has to express to know why somebody is, is trying to, are they trying to sell me something? Are they trying to get over on me? Or are they just trying to be helpful for me? Or the other part is like, when I meet somebody and we're working on something and I see that they're not, they're not uh, doing their fair share. Why does that bother me so much? Because that doesn't bother other people so much, but it really bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm, if I'm talking to somebody and you know, I'm not really interested in the conversation, why is it that I just pull away so quickly? Whereas other people can listen to somebody else and not be very interested. So I found out a lot of things about myself that helped me understand myself. So then that helped me with my wife and my kids. It helped me at work. And it was just pulling all these things together. It was like, it was, I needed to know who I was first before I can try and go out into the world. So, cause, because once I knew who I was, then I could knew how I could, how I could give of myself. Mm. And so that was, that was for me, a big, a big thing. And, and on, on, I guess, uh, it, it also helped prevent a lot of arguments that we had had my wife and I had had because it was like, Hey, I'm built this way. This is the way I kind of express myself and you're built this way. And this is how you express yourself. And we could see that we, there's no ill intent. It's just that the way we express ourselves or the things that we find our, our priorities, we're missing. It's because, Oh, because you're very high on this language and I'm very high on that language. And so this is where we're missing each other. It's not that, you know, I'm lazy. It's just that I'm in my head thinking about the next plan and you're thinking about the dishes you know, the, the sink is full of dishes and mm-hmm. I don't care about the, the, you know, that being full. I'm thinking about the, the big plan I have in my head because I'm trying to make <laughs> extra thousand dollars with, a month. with most of yeah. us. <laughs> that should hit everybody. Yeah. Most people that are listening. I'm sitting on the front porch in the rocking chair trying to think about how I'm going to, uh, how, how am I going to make it the podcast to work over, that, right. over Zoom? Ex- exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Joe, mm-hmm. I, I got to tell these guys this because you just mentioned, you know, learning to communicate with our wives better, which, I think it's something as married men, uh, you know, knowing our heavenly father, we want to do that because he makes it very clear. The relationship that we have with our wife is very important. It's one of the more talked about things in the Bible, but I got to tell y'all guys this, when Joe posts about his wife, he makes it very clear that he's pursuing her. And then if you're out there gallivanting around, not pursuing your one woman through God, through marriage, you got it wrong. I'm not going to yeah. go into the humor that he uses on occasion, <laughs> but I love it because he's basically like, you got you a wife, make sure she knows she's yours Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and make sure she knows that uh, she, she's important. I don't and know Joel, but Joel, 
think we'd be pretty good buddies. <laughs> I, think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Really you know, you know, like I said, you know, Jesus, barbecue, and football. Like, hey, man, like we're we'll be pals. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, it's the best season right now. Football coming oh, back. Oh man, in. I was I was in hog heaven. But you know what? I I thought about it too, though. Like I'm um, you know, I, I like what I like for sure like if we're talking jesus football real estate money you know like you're like you know i'm i'm excited but i can hang out with anybody any any man for the most for the most part who is good to his you know wife or girlfriend and doesn't speak bad about them and it's good to their kids like like i could have nothing in like i have some friends like i really have nothing in common with them but they're good to their like even faith with even faith like we don't even share the same faith but it's like hey you're good to your wife you love your kids all right man like that that's cool like i don't i don't mind being around we can like, start like, there that, that, yeah like we could start there like that, that that's a common ground because to me that's like hey you're raising good kids like my kids enjoy being around your kids or you know like i don't mind my kids being around your kids like hey like that that's kind of like if i hear somebody like we could talk about you know you can make the best brisket and you can be the diehard ucla fan and know all the stuff that i like but if you're you're jerk to your wife, no, man, like I'm I'm not I'm not coming around. Don't ask me to come around. I'm not coming. I like it, yeah. Joel. It sounds like you have just a, a become very clear on what you do like, how you are wired, how to you know best lead your family uh, with your wiring, which we say often. You know, God made us each unique. I mean, mm-hmm. individuals where there's no, not one of us exactly alike. And, um, it's refreshing to me, that, people that do know yes. and, 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 and are convicted, uh, about those principles in their life. Um, and obviously you are and super refreshing because those, those, uh, things that create your character are things that everybody in this room values at the utmost of their like being and Mm -hmm. and uh it's just really awesome to to hear you talk about it and um you know certainly just encourages us so joel i want to kind of hit you with one last little thought before we wind down we really appreciated your insight and uh your time today so when you get to go see jesus all right and you're and you're reflecting back what do you want to be sure is said about you on this earth? Man, I thought I thought about that recently too. I had that thought, man. The Holy Spirit is talking was, to both of us. Uh, man, but but I had something funny to say about it too. Uh, well, hit so us. I can't, Let, uh, no, I can't remember oh, what it man. was because because it was something like you know you want to you want him to say hey well done and uh-huh. good and faithful servant right. right that that was it it's going to come to me later on today okay. and i'll be like dang it like that would have been the most perfect like <laughs> put it like, on twitter this guy, yeah this guy is the most this guy was was on it and now i'm i'm not on it it's still it's still early that's <laughs> right <laughs> oh, being real we're being I real really, I, I, don't I just make something up <laughs> i really seriously brent i had that thought maybe yesterday or the day before and it was something so silly but it was also like you know, I try to be silly, but mix the truth in there so you can kind of like laugh, but get hit in there somehow. Yeah, Dang he, it, Brandon. humor! Humor oh, can be man. profound. I tell you what, you know, it, we wouldn't want you to make anything up, but yeah. we'll make sure that uh, when you do, uh, remember that that little humorous, profound thought that uh, we'll get it out there somehow, some way. How about yeah. that? Dang it, Joel! Wrapping I'm, up, I'm, the, I'm mad. You're good, man. <laughs> wrapping up the show. Uh, 
tell us or tell our viewers where they can find you, what you're into now, um, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, you can find me on, uh, I have a podcast. It's the Read Your Keys podcast. Brandon's been a guest on there. And uh, Nate's episode will be coming out uh, next week. So I don't know when this episode will come out. So that'll be like the 17th, whatever next next Friday is. So the Read Your Keys podcast, that's on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. So please go like and subscribe. If you know you like this, there's, you know, you like Nate, go check out that episode. Uh, there's other episodes I think you'd enjoy also. Um, I've also kind of added some new, uh, podcasts where it wasn't just specific guests, but like I'm doing a college football one. So every week those are coming out during football season. So I have a new one coming out tomorrow and then I'll have like, a, like a funny one that kind of comes out. Um, but you can find the podcast, read your keys podcast, and then you can find me on Twitter, uh, at real Joel Lopez on Twitter. And that's pretty much well, where you can find me. Joel, how do you spell read your keys? Uh, R E A D read and then your y-o-u-r and then keys read your keys all right guys look that up find joel if you want to laugh a little bit and enjoy life that's right and learn about jesus amen it's great to meet you joel appreciate you man really enjoyed it hey it's been a lot of fun you guys thanks for having me on yes sir appreciate you being here thanks for listening today if you've enjoyed this uh hit that like subscribe button we've said that at the beginning but uh we're, we're very appreciative uh that you're listening uh, everything that you do to push this podcast out for us, uh, we, again, we're very, very appreciative of that. And we're just trying to reach people for Jesus, so please help us do that. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.